What's good? Johan Francis CSCS right here. Welcome to my show, Ego Killer. And it's right here on this show where we talk all the things you need to be doing inside the gym so that you can live, move, and grind outside in life when it really matters. And you have that quick recall from the stuff you did inside the gym outside so that you can adapt to any situation and keep it pushing. Welcome to the show, egokiller.com. Before we get off into the show and our topic, maybe you guys probably don't know this at all. I was about to say maybe you know this about me, but I'm pretty sure you don't. But um, I write. And recently I've been looking for a way to disseminate a newsletter to you guys. And so thinking about my station as someone that loves to write, wanting to do a newsletter, realizing that in this day and age, we just don't read. Like, it's funny when you think about posting on social media and knowing at the end of the day that it doesn't matter what you write (laughs) for the most part because we just don't read anymore. I think that's why hip-hop's actually gotten more creative (laughs) because there's this whole lane of people who want to receive words, (laughs) but we just don't read anymore. (laughs) So, like, we're, we're... endogenously like thirsty for it in any event i'm the point look the point is this i'm doing a Substack, so i'll let you guys know what it is it's going to be coachyohan.substack.com in addition to egokillershow.com i'm going to expand on the topics that are not so fitness related that are more motivation related that are more um, advice based and story driven over there on the Substack. so look for that it should be coming um by next wednesday all right and what's that like the 6th of september so right around then look for the sub stack that puts me in a unique position to talk about today's topic which ostensibly is the method of the grind and what i want to talk to you guys about is how much you appreciate or depreciate hate the grind right What comes to your mind when I even say the words of the grind? When I talk about grinding in the gym or grinding outside of it, you know, putting in work, grinding along so that you can get the result, the payoff at the end of the day, what comes to mind? For me, it's two things. Number one, I think about the idea that grinding is literally the use of energy and then the end result being less of both uses of energy. So it's two things pushing against each other, creating heat and friction. But after that, there's less of it. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't grind against something and add. So the grind is that. But the grind is also the way of the walk, isn't it? It's the way of the walk. It's the hat you wear. It's the pants you put on in a day. And then it's you getting to the end of the day with that same aplomb, with that same chest out, chin up posture that you left the house with. You just did the grind. But what we want to achieve is like, we don't want it to be either one of those things, to be honest, right? And I feel like our culture, especially inside the gym, we uphold one type of grind. And that grind actually might leave us a little bit less energized at the end of the day, week, month. That's what we don't want. But at the same time, we don't want to do nothing. All right. Who doesn't love the grind? 
do you guys appreciate a grind? Because there's got to be a middle ground between going hard all the time and then also remembering that we do need to cool off the iron, that we do need to power down, that we have to take some time out of not only just our lifts, our hard work that we do to stretch the muscles, literally taking that to a meta level and taking time off from working all the time, right? Maybe it's having a singular focus for far too long. We get that tunnel vision, any of that stuff. We need to do the opposite, which actually is recuperation. If you look at strength and conditioning in the last 10-ish years, right? A big reason that athletes are aging so much slower, and of course we talk about athletes as the bleeding edge of strength and conditioning. The reason they're aging slower is because we put so much more emphasis on the fact that recovery needs to happen, that you can redline, but as long as you redline and you pretty much triple the amount of time that you need that you spent redlining to rest, depending on how fast you go to your maximum, you can sustain, and all of that periodization inside of strength and condition, what we call that periodization, is kind of setting up seasons for rest, right? It avoids burnout. And so cooling down the iron is important, but, yo, I've met a lot of you guys, not necessarily who love the gym, but maybe you come be forced to get off into the gym. Maybe some people that I've met over the years who drag themselves through those doors or get dragged through those doors and want nothing more than to disappear as soon as the last weight is dropped, as soon as the last bell goes off, and just never to be heard from again, or maybe very rarely, because you enjoy that rest a little bit, right? You're probably amongst the first person that's constantly being asked if you've cooled out for a while. Like, is this you or somebody that you recognize in your life? It's like, why are you working so hard? There's nothing more confounding, at least for me, when you hear or talk to someone that's not into fitness at all and they're just shitting on it. Like, why are you working out type of a thing? There's, there's something to be said about that. Look, for that person, for those people in your life, maybe it's, you know, an aunt that was really heavy off into like she stayed in the kitchen her whole life or it was an uncle that's really neutropathic or something like this where they feel like getting your fitness is kind of uh, redundant in the world around you. I'm going to say this for those folks. I will listen to you if you're the shamanistic <laughs> soothsayer type, meaning this. If you're like the natural, nat- neutral path who gets their fitness because you just don't own a car, and <laughs> you know, and you, you're con- you work outside with your hands you're doing labor you know what i mean then you you my friends you're allowed to just say why are you going to the gym other than that if it's not a full if you're not a farmer (laughs) and you don't find a lot of physical activity guess what all you're doing is upholding inertia and i'm gonna need you guys you don't have to love the grind but you have to hate inertia I've talked about it a few times up in here. Inertia oftentimes is the killer. And over the years, I've found another type of killer. And what I mean by killer is something that's totally inhibitory, almost 100% inhibitory for your system, for your movement, for your mindset and lifestyle, right? It's the ego's way of saying, yes, go ahead and do nothing. It's been stress. Now, your ego from all accounts, 
the ego doesn't actually like to be stressed. There's no part of us that acquiesces towards stress. This is anti-biological. It's anti-evolutionary to love stress. But a lot of us find that coming out of stress is pretty euphoric. And so diving into a cycle of stress, while unwanted, is easier than actually facing what's in front of us. So that's one way that the ego uh, marches toward uh, stress, right? So I'm not saying that you guys like stress. No one does. But our ego mind and body oftentimes might trend towards lethargy, inertia, cooling. And look, we have to dislike inertia. So stress was always the first thing that I would tell people that's the biggest killer of life. And it is. It chips away at you. Oftentimes we have such a good tolerance, not for stress, but for actually surviving that as humans we're able to be stressed and nothing happens. But it's that inertia. It's that person that you know that is constantly telling you to like slow down all the time. We got to run from it. We got to stay far away from it because that to me is also the killer. Inertia means or physical inertia um, is one of the things we're going to talk about. So today we're probably going to talk about what it is. What's physical inertia? Inertia. You. Why and yeah, we've talked about it in short order. Why you should be super duper active and keep that at bay. And I want to talk about how we're gonna form small useful habits that will keep you grinding, aka keeping this fitness thing that we do, this thing of ours, right? Keeping it very, very, very tangible. Keeping it. Um, in tactile kind of sense, meaning like you can adjust it, you can shift your fitness, you can make all the moves in the world to keep staying active by forming habits that will outlast lethargy, that'll outlast laziness, that'll outlast soreness, that will outlast injury. All right, so that's what we're gonna get into a little bit today. All right, because there's something glamorous. About doing as little as possible and just vegging out, right? There's something glamorous about being on vacation and looking forward to doing next to nothing. Part of what I think it is, is like we designed our society. Whoever the architects of the newest, most modern or postmodern world order came to, you know, they were there writing that thing down, right? Whoever they is, but whoever's crafting the way that, in general, on a mainstream level, we move and grind throughout the day, yo, we forgot to write in, take some time off for yourself. And this is definitely one of these things that I hear people talk about when they go overseas, specifically to Europe, right? But even other of my friends from Latin America, that's in North America, right? Also, um, it seems like we just kind of forgot to underwrite rest. And so we've learned to be champions when it comes to putting that chair up in recline, right? We've learned to do it so well because somebody forgot to tell us like, yo, the weekend, it's two days, we need three. These hours when we're not plugging away, smashing away at the keyboard, we actually should spend those moments rebuilding, rebuilding our body. Moving the body around when you're in a seated position for a long time. Fidgeting the feet around is a good thing. 
right? Being in a position that not just is so ergonomic that you're upright, seated, staring at a screen, that's fine, right? That keeps your body posture in order, but your body is designed to not resist, but to roll with entropy. And so keeping it kind of organized and really kind of displaced staring up at that screen, like that's only going to make you a better better product uh, better at your productivity but really you want to be so good at moving around being um, mobile that we're able to remember we're actually able to adjust a little bit more so look we've kind of but the other side is this we remember like yo we're industrious as a culture as people we're built on being resourceful right and so all the intramundane moves inside life have to be geared around me going after and getting it if i'm not waking up getting after it getting it i'm a disgrace i'm a disgrace to my social circle maybe i might even just be a disgrace to those stories right that we always hear about how our grandparents used to get down how our ancestors used to get down in short order Right. And maybe in opportune times, you got that cousin or somebody that's really willing <laughs> to remind you or your aunt. Maybe it's your parents that remind you how it used to be. We're in the space where we have to live up to that so much. So it's either hot or it's cold. But all we have to do is remember to simply hate the inertia of our physicality. Something that's all too easy to get into. Basically, if you think about what you would do if you were on the beach of one of those beautiful Indonesian islands right now. Right? And you can't see yourself moving from that point at all. And that's full happiness to you. Look, you're a little bit too in love with the inertia, <laughs> the physical inertia. And I need you, I need us to make sure that we're challenging ourselves. So what is physical inertia? It's basically being comfortable with absolutely vegging out. Vegging out on the weekend when we're getting too tired after work. When we're waking up too early and we don't have any energy at the end of the day. For a period of, I'm going to say about three weeks. Now, this is what I've seen from a lot of you. Because what inertia physically ends up being is its own reinforcing habits. The habits of inertia get reinforced over time. And when it comes to having to break that, we need a ton of activation energy. That activation energy isn't always readily available. And so what we've done is we've set in some hard and fast habits that are going to be pretty hard to break unless we practice so much and remember what we're going to talk about later, which is breaking that inertia up, right? Dividing and conquer. The idea of being super duper lethargic on a weekend with the feet up, with the, you know, with the friends, homies going out, right? Maybe we go so hard when we go out that we forget that there is <laughs> a day after Saturday and that we're okay with being crushed for the rest of the day on a hangover thing, whatever it might be. We need to think, and we, I want you guys to actually think, that there is not a moment we're doing absolutely nothing is fully substantiated in that 
and okay. Doing absolutely nothing is just not the business. We're always looking to do something. All right. There are times where you're going to go on vacation. There's times where maybe you go so far away from home that you have to take one or two flights. And you have no choice but to do absolutely nothing. But when you have a choice, you're doing something. You're doing something active. You're doing something a little bit physical. Physical inertia, especially for the uninitiated or the underinitiated, people who don't work out day after day, week after week, it can oftentimes spell the demise of your physicality. I've seen it time and time again, right? I've seen, I've had people come work out with me because, you know, wifey, <laughs> because I've had a wife pull a husband into the gym and the husband is kicking and scratching not to, not to pull up, not to show up, not to do anything. And if it wasn't for the, the care, the love of that wife, the care and a lot of the times you see this, you see a lot of the time women will invite the paramour, their loved ones to the gym. You know, I'm not saying I don't see it the other way around, but a lot of the times, a lot of women, you guys will bring someone that you really rock with, that you care about and love, any of those <laughs> along that love gradient, <laughs> many types of relationships, you'll bring them into the gym. And I think it's out of a really, you know, it's, it's out of a care. And I've seen to where, if not for that care, that small catalyst, yo, full inertia. <laughs> We're talking asteroidal inertia. Like that ain't moving unless it's being moved type of inertia. I've, I've seen couples where if the wife does not invite the husband into the gym, that man ain't moving a muscle and this is a very real thing now that particular couple was um right around in retirement age and so there becomes a different of an energy but listen hate inertia like the grind all right so why you should stay active i just described it, it staying active helps you to destroy inertia and it helps you to keep your body in motion obviously. All right. That's one of the greatest cliches ever. And I think for a long time, I kept it for me in the box of a cliche, but it is no truer shit has ever been written down or spoken when it comes to this gym thing. If you really feel energized, you will notice the head change that you get when you don't work out. You know, I was over talking with one of the bankers the other day, and this man was doing his part getting off into the gym at 4 a.m. every day and this guy was he was a cool guy we got to talking about how he's up at four because he has to it's the only time he's gonna do it and my man was actually fist bumping me on the way out you know in his full suit and everything it was great anyway I went to see him another day and he's like man I couldn't get up in the last three days to do the thing and I feel it even today, I feel a little bit different. Now, again, to the uninitiated, that sounds a little bit extreme. But let me explain that your body, well, hey, it's used to being efficient. It's used to using a certain amount of energy for exactly what you're asking it for. 
And the more dormant you are in life, your body becomes really used to conserving a ton of energy. And so when you expend any, your body's like, whoa, 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 whoa. What, do you, what is this? What are you doing? Why are you doing this? What are you doing? And so maintaining a level where you just never get to the point of full inertia or even kind of inertia is key. It's key to be able to feel like I missed a few workouts. I feel kind of whack. That's better than, from my experiences over time, the opposite, which is I worked out three times. I usually do nothing, and I feel kind of whack. I guarantee you won't feel kind of whack if you do that. But what you are feeling is your body ramping up for energy. And the delta in energy that you create from going from inertia to working out, that's called where you lose weight. That's called your body adapting. That's called using um, and providing your body with actual energy. I say it all the time. You think that by working out and staying active, you lose a ton of energy, right? Because you're doing more stuff. You gain it. You gain it. And for the millions of biological reasons that you guys can go ahead and Google, they're endless. They're on websites that have nothing to do with science. They're just so written in stone why you have more energy when you're in, in shape. Boil it down to this. You're just more efficient. You pump more blood. You pull more oxygen into the system. You're more efficient with how much oxygen gets into your bloodstream. The muscles and motor units that you use are more efficient. I could go on for another few minutes about the benefits and why you feel better after using it just don't get to the level of inertia so yo you injure your body you're going to remember that every day you need to be driving that heart rate at least at least to uh, aerobic threshold right so the old adage was you're doing 30 minutes of something every single day and that's fine and that's a decent adage it's more applicable if you're a septuagenarian octogenarian, a hectogenarian, and the like, like your retiree age. But if I can just say to everybody, yeah, do that. Be in a space where you're doing something almost every single day. Now, what is the something? It's going to definitely shift if you're in great shape or not. If you're just trying to maintain this thing and keep it going for a long time, and I'll probably do a full episode on how to do that, I need you guys doing your cardio even if you're not a runner. So that means you're going to do your incline or your Stairmaster. You're doing that on your off days. If it means that you're taking a full off day, right, the hangover is pounding at the right, right above the right ear, maybe a little bit too much, or you have severe inflammation cut around an injured joint of your lower body, and you're just not able to do that, you're in the bedroom. You're stretching. You're moving around. You're getting mobile. One day off, one day of lethargy, one day of kicking a can down the street is all you get. Two days, if your habits haven't been fomented deep inside of that psyche and your behavior patterns, two days is not okay, my friends, of doing absolutely nothing. Because let me tell you something. If you get to the point where two days feels like cake to you, Chances are that inertia might have already set in. And remember, I need you guys to hate that, even though you don't got to love the grind. All right? I'm going to stop there. Let me know how it goes out. Egokillershow.com. Hit me on the sub stack. If you like the episode, Apple Podcasts is where you go to rate it. All right, you guys. 
Give that one a shot. Let me know how it goes. Hey, not just being on the grind, but just staying active. All right. Two words. Stay active. All right, you guys. Thank you. And until the next one, stay up.